Welcome to Retro Rewind, Pinal Central's new sports-themed podcast, where we talk to former Pinal County athletes and discuss memorable moments in local sports history. This episode is brought to you by Roofing Specialist. With over 35 years of experience, we offer all types of roofing, including awnings for businesses and homes. We are licensed, bonded, and fully insured. Our office is located at 1505 North VIP Boulevard in Casa Grande. Give us a call for a free estimate at 520-836-3404. Hey there, folks, and welcome to another episode of Retro Rewind. Um, We're doing things a little bit differently today. Normally, Brian is the one who does the introduction and does most of the speaking during the episode. But he is unavailable today, so unfortunately, you're just stuck with me today. But good news is we have a fantastic guest today, and that is Kimberly Myers. She is a former Casa Grande Union softball player, went on to play at the University of Washington and Auburn University. Kimberly, thank you for being here and taking the time to do this. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Okay, so, you know, with softball, um, kids usually start playing at a very young age, and it's something they do pretty much um, for most of their life. Is that kind of how things started off with you? They did, I would say. Um, I know that um, I played with girls who started even earlier than I did. You know, I started playing when I was eight years old, and it was just a uh, little league. And I can remember, you know, some of my first practices, um, and then from there, it went to a rec league, and I played with um, Jensen Joaquin, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar. She and I played together in a rec league in Phoenix, and then from there, we jumped into travel ball together, and, you know, and then that's kind of where it went. And then, you know, from there, we went to high school and then college. So for you, was it your idea to start playing softball, or did your parents kind of just push you into it? You know, I honestly don't remember. Um, I know that. Before I played softball, I bowled a lot, Um, and so I really loved bowling, and people ask me all the time, how'd you get into softball, and I really don't know. I think I just was interested, you know, Little League signups were there, and so I did it, and and I loved it. Um, You know, it never felt like a chore. It was always something I wanted to go and do, and so my parents just, you know, supported me in that and kept kept pushing me. There's definitely times I didn't want to play, you know, but um, yeah, so, but when I first started, I think it was just kind of mutual. You know, I wanted to try it, and and we did. Okay, so you started off with bowling. How did that come about? (laughs) Again, I really don't even know. Um, It's like a joke to this day. Um, You know, when I was little, my email address was best bowler in the U.S., and so my, my teammates at Washington caught wind of that, and, you know, it's a joke, and some of my friends joke with me about it to this day. Um, I bowled in like the city leagues and things like that. It was, I loved it. I still love it, you know, to go with friends and, and do that. So, um, kind of a little bit of diverse sports background, not like your average sports background, but you know, a little bit of that in there. So, uh, playing from an early age, you know, you went on to continue playing off in college. Um, how did you find the motivation to just keep going at it? Um, I would say watching the college world series every year and I coming up in the next few weeks already. Um, it was just something I loved watching it and I wanted to do what they were doing one day. Um, you know, I wanted to be as good as them. I wanted to wear the uniforms, you know, have the helmet, the whole, the whole nine. Um, and that was it, you know, just holding on to that, that dream that I had. Um, 
you know, and, and seeing other people do it before me, um, you know, and seeing that it was possible that, you know, it's not an unattainable goal. It was something that was definitely um, within reach. Okay. Now, you, you mentioned seeing people that came before you, and one of your former mm-hmm. high school teammates in Bailey Wigness, she actually went mm-hmm. to Oklahoma City with Arizona State. She won a championship with them. Mm-hmm. Did that kind of, like, instill in you guys, hey, this is this is actually possible for somebody who goes to Casa Grande? Um, yeah, Bailey's definitely, you know, Bailey and I were close. She was a senior when I was a freshman, so I got to play a year with her. Um, you know, it, it, I would say even before that, you know, it was just something where I was like, wow, you know, I can do this. I can play there. Um, you know, and then seeing her as a sophomore, I think she, they won her freshman year. I can't remember. Um, but I think we're still in high school. Um, you know, and seeing it was so cool, you know, and seeing, just like you said, it just more, I would say, of reaffirmed that, if that makes sense. Um, so not so much sparked it, but just like confirmed it, you know, like we knew we could do it, but now like, you know, we've seen it, we've played with somebody who's been there, you know, that kind of thing, if that makes sense. And now looking over here at the records for the high school team, when you played with them, um, you mentioned Jensen, Jensen Joaquin. Uh, you also had another outstanding player in Shelby Pacheco. Um, yeah. You guys kind of kind of turned the program around um, during the years you played. What was that like for you guys, you know, just the atmosphere and everything? So much fun. Um, you know, we're all still in contact to this day, not consistently, but, um, you know, we talk to each other here and there. We reminisce about – um, you know, our four years there, you know, three years with Shelby, you know, the one with Bailey, um, you know, but Jensen and I, we talk a lot. There's a lot of good memories. Um, I tell people all the time, like, I just, the camaraderie on that team was unmatched. Um, the amount of fun that we had, you know, it was never, I don't, it was just so much fun. And I, I wish that every girl could experience what we were able to experience, not just in, you know, like turning a program around because we all had a part in that, but just, just the, the friendship, the, you know, relationships and, and the memories that, you know, I always say high school is, I would, I would say the most fun I've had playing softball, if I'm completely honest. Um, and I think it just is those friendships. We grew up together. So we had a little bit of background or a lot of background with each other growing up in Casa Grande. Um, it was just so much fun. And, and that's always my answer is, you know, I just, I hope that every little girl who wants to play in every, um, you know, adolescent gets gets to experience what what we were able to. Okay, and while you were in high school, did you just play softball or did you play a, another sport? I only played softball. <laughs> I wish I would have played another sport. Um, looking back, I would have loved to, but um, yeah, just softball. So, if you could go back, what's a diff- what's another sport you would have played? Um. Probably volleyball. I always say, like, oh, I would have loved to do it. Definitely not tall enough to, like, be really good at it. Um, but probably just because of how fast it is, you know, how how hard those balls come at them. Um, just kind of similar. I mean, it's very different from softball, obviously. But um, just that hand-eye coordination, you know, you definitely have to have it. So I would go with volleyball. When you were in high school, what kind of led you to your decision to um, sign with the University of Washington? Um, I always say my my journey to Washington was one that, like, I never expected, and it, usually that's how life turns out. I think everybody who, um, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? But um, that, I always wanted to go, when I was real little, I wanted to go to U of A. 
Um, and then I switched and then wanted to go to ASU. Um, and I was dead set. That's where I was going to go. Um, in my junior year, I actually, um, decided to look elsewhere. I had a conversation with Coach Myers, um, and Coach Myers was just honest with me at that time. Um, he told me that he had a lot of talent at that time, and my playing time would be very minimal, um, and which I respected. You know, I respected the answer and the honesty, and so I started looking at other schools, and I knew that I wanted to stay within the Pac-12. Um, I'm trying to think that was my junior year. So uh, my parents told me that they would, um, you know, help me get up to a camp. So I went to a one or two night camp, a hitting camp at the University of Washington to check it out because I had some exposure um, with them in a showcase in Phoenix. They had showed some interest at one point. So I thought, you know, might as well start there with somebody who showed some interest. And I loved it. I loved the campus. Um, it was, you know, beautiful campus. The academics were amazing. Um, you know, and it was a growing softball program. And so it took me a little bit because that was summer of my going into my senior year, and then committed August of my senior year to them. Okay, so uh, you mentioned, you know, uh, reaching out to that ASU coach, Clint Myers, but you ended up mm-hmm. going with another pretty awesome coach in Heather Tarr. Just uh, mm-hmm. what was that like? It was very different because I I think I'd only had one female coach, two. Yeah, I'd only ever had two female coaches in my whole um, softball career. Um now I'm thinking three total. Sorry, so I had three total. Um, but it was mostly, you know, male coaches. And so it was a lot different, um, you know, just to play under a female coach. I feel like female coaches kind of, in a sense, almost, you know, understand the emotion more um, just with the way that we're wired. Um, but I liked it. Coach Tar, you know, cares about her players on and off the field, um, you know, very invested in the program. She played there herself. So, you know, she's she's a dog through and through, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, you know, but it, it was good. I enjoyed my time there. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it was good. And then, uh, correct me here, you only spent one season up there, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, um, from that point, you know, what led you to transfer over to Auburn University? Um. You know, there's there's a lot of different things. Um, and, again, I think, you know, it's that whole idea of hindsight is 2020. Um, you know, you think maybe things will be different in a different place. Um, and so I was at a place where I wanted to give some things a different shot, um, get a different opportunity and perspective. Um, you know, and I always say that maybe athletically that probably was not my best decision to transfer um, but personally and spiritually, Auburn was exactly where I needed to be at that time. And um, so I decided to go ahead and transfer and go over with Coach Myers, um, you know, and his staff down at Auburn. So, you know, what kind of goes into that decision-making process where you're an athlete and you want to compete, but you also want to do, you know, what's better for yourself, both mentally mm-hmm. and everything? Um, there's a lot. Um Transferring is it's hard, and I think sometimes it's seen as, you know, oh, it'll correct all the, you know, all the things that maybe you don't necessarily care for at one institution, um, and it doesn't, you know, and, and I learned that, and I think I'm very open about that. Um, you know, like I said, hindsight is, is 2020, but there is a lot that, that goes into it. You know, you've got to consider, first of all, um, 
you know, the amount of the scholarship that you signed to. You know, is that scholarship going to be matched at the other institution? Um, what does the program look like? Is it a growing program or is it a program that maybe is, you know, not going to grow so much or is maybe dwindling um, or just kind of not dwindling, but kind of going through, a, you know, a hard time? Um, and is it is it a place where you're going to be happy even if softball is not or the sport is not, um, you know, a part of you anymore? And I think that's the biggest one is, is this place going to be where you're, and I, and I say that to girls all the time, you know, even when they're just deciding to go is, is that a place where even if softball is not something that you're going to do, will you be happy there athletically or academically and personally? All right. Um, so you're out at the, um, at Auburn university, you know, what's that like compared to Washington? <laughs> Very different. Um, very drastically different. Like is the only way I can put that. You go from um, Pacific Northwest to the Bible Belt. Um, it, Auburn is very much a college town. You know, you hear that. Um, it just is. Everybody eats, sleeps, and breathes Auburn. <laughs> um, Auburn athletics. You know everything about it. Um, and I always kind of compared Auburn to Castle Grand in the sense of Auburn is forty. I want to say like 40 minutes to like a, a bigger town, like 30 to 40. There's Montgomery one direction and then um, what Columbus, Georgia is kind of the other direction. And then Atlanta is like an hour and 45 away. So, you know, you can go north to Birmingham. So I kind of just would always tell people it's like Casa Grande. You know, it's kind of the smaller town. Um, you got to kind of go someplace to see some bigger things. Um, but it was so fun. It was fun to experience, you know, just that college town atmosphere where, whether you play or not, people want you to sign that poster. And, you know, if you have um, Auburn gear on, you know, you're just the coolest thing to them. Um, and just, just the hospitality in the South, you know, um, that was cool. And I always say the food in Auburn is un, unmatched. So it was good. Okay, so for a kid coming out of Casa Grande, you know, which one was the bigger culture shock, um, being up in Washington or Auburn? I would say Washington because it, it's a huge city. Um, you know, it's just a way bigger city, uh, Seattle is, than Auburn is. Um, and just the culture, um, you know, the culture is very different in the Pacific Northwest. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say Seattle was a bigger culture shock than, than Auburn. So, so going back to that first season, you know, the weather's completely different. It's always raining. It's cold. Uh, what was it like trying to play softball in that? <laughs> I, I, um, I don't know how I did it because I hate being cold. So how I spent a year in in Seattle, Washington is beyond me. Um, it was, it was challenging. And we had a great strength and conditioning coach, um, Keith Belton. He's now at UCLA. Um, you know, we would have to meet outside, and we were just in our usual, you know, shorts and uh, a T-shirt, and he would tell us we could not cross our arms. You know, we were not cold. He didn't care. Not that he didn't care about us, but he was building that mindset. Um, and it was a huge, you know, it was, a me- it was a mentality. You know, you have to get over it. You have to play through it. We did practice in the Dempsey, um, you know, quite a bit in the fall. But as season gets closer, you know, they move you outside knowing that, you know, that's something that you're going to have to face. Um, we played a lot on the road, so that was tough as well. I, I believe all of our preseason was on the road at the University of Washington because of the weather. 
So, you know, we went to a tournament in Vegas. We went to one in California or a couple in California and then uh, one here in Arizona. So it was definitely challenging. Uh, you know, I can remember we would walk as freshmen from our dorms over to the weight room and I wore three pairs of sweats <laughs> for my walk because I was freezing. So, and I remember Coach Glasso, you know, watching me as I was getting ready to go lift. He's like, how many pairs of sweats do you have on? I was like, it's, you know, that's, that doesn't matter. What's important is I'm here and I'm on time. <laughs> so. You mentioned, you know, just uh, preseason, preseason tournaments being um, on the road and everything. But from what you mentioned, you were pretty close to home here in Arizona. So what was it like, you know, just um, possibly having family come out and support you? It was great. And that was one of the, the bigger aspects that I missed playing at Auburn. You know, my parents um, – weren't able to see me as much. My mom would come out for preseason, but being able to play here and, and have your cousins and, you know, um, brother, mom, dad, you know, all these other just hometown friends come and see you do what you've worked so hard was just so, it was just so cool. Um, just a great experience. Just great to have that, um, that support there. And it was a really neat feeling to look up in the stands or, you know, I remember Coach Tar gave me that bat against Oklahoma because we were here, and I did have, you know, that. So she wanted to give me that experience. And so, you know, it was just uh, just a really neat experience to be able to do that. Okay. And looking at your years in Auburn, you know, what, what's your biggest takeaway from being out there? Oh, that you, even when life doesn't turn out or situations don't turn out exactly how you thought that they would, there's always something to be learned and, you know, you're right where you need to be at that time. Um, you know, there's a lot of lessons that I've learned from it. Um, like I said, you know, I've grown as a person and spiritually, and there's a lot of prayers where I was like, what, why am I here? Why did I make this move? Um, you know, but I was learning lessons that, um, you know, I think were intended for me to learn, um, and although it wasn't, you know, the greatest experience or, um, you know, softball didn't turn out exactly how I wanted it, um, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for my time there. You know, Auburn was a blessing. Um, it was a blessing I didn't know I needed. Okay, so you mentioned questioning yourself. You know, what am I doing here? Why did I do this? Um, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, just what, what kind of kept you going at that point? Um, I honestly, I didn't have a choice. You know, it was, it was a choice that I made to transfer. Um, you know, and so I thought I came here to play softball. You know, that, that's what I came here to do. I came here to play softball for Clint Myers. Um, and so it's just something I, I have to do. It's something I got to continue to work through. Um, you know, until I got to my senior year and there was just some things that happened. Um, and that's when I made that decision, you know, was, I don't need softball. Um, you know, softball was not something that I – it was a part of me. Um, it was something that I did. It wasn't who I was. And so it was something that, you know, I decided to let go of at that time. So, yeah, I would just say – and definitely, you know, like the church family there in Auburn was great. My family support here was great, you know, from Arizona. Um, you know, just supporting me over there no matter what I decided to do. With or without softball, you know, they were going to be there and support me in that. And how difficult was that decision to to give up softball, you know, being a sport that you had been playing pretty much your whole life? Mm -hmm. 
it was extremely difficult. Um, you know, especially my junior year, we were runners up to Oklahoma and, you know, losing in Oklahoma city. And I just remember thinking like that, you know, this is, this is it. Like I'm, I'm done, you know, and I didn't play in Oklahoma, um, you know, but still, and I think that's what made it even more, more hard. It made it harder, but almost easier, I guess, if that makes sense is, um, you know, it was like, I, I've been removed from the sport. Maybe not, it wasn't, you know, my intent, but I had been removed from it. Um, but it was, it was extremely difficult because again, I had gone to Auburn for that purpose. And so you have to put your pride aside, you know, you have to put all of that aside and just realize what's going to make you happy. Um, and that's, you know, kind of what I did. Okay, so now I have to ask, um, having competed in both conferences, which one has the tougher competition, the Pac-12 or the SEC? Oh, gosh. I I would say now, when you look at it, the Pac-12. Um, I, love, I love watching Pac-12 softball. I think at the time, though, uh, I would say the SEC. And I think it's just they go back and forth. Um, I don't know, but then you have Oklahoma in the is it the Big Twelve over <laughs> there? And Oklahoma dominates the Big Twelve. Um but I would say it just kind of depends on like what's going on in that in those four to five years. Um you know, I think that because I'm trying to even think who was over there in Florida and um, you know, those other schools, but I don't know. I don't think I can say, you know, like, I don't think that there's one that hands down is harder than the other. Um, cause I think right now the Pac-12 is, is a tougher conference. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I don't know if that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like a middle ground. You know, I can't get in trouble if I say that. <laughs> but that's really how I feel. I do, I do think it kind of, um, you know, goes back and forth, but obviously the Pac-12 has that huge history. And I think there are times where the SEC can be tougher, but I think, you know, like I said, <laughs> kind of just depends. So I've been doing some research here and reading previous articles. And, you know, when you were little, you were a big U of A girl, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, you know, just looking back on things now, um, did you ever imagine, hey, I'm going to go play with a Pac-12 rival, and did you ever think, okay, that's that, that's going to be my life? To play against U of A? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> no, when I was little, I, um, you know, because it was Jenny Finch, um, I'm trying to think of her name, Kelly Fox, played shortstop, um, you know, and I was like, oh, I want to be Kelly Fox, you know, all these people, and so, no, I I definitely did not, when I was little, ever think, you know, that I'd be playing against U of A. Um, you know, and then we played U of A. U of A came to us um, my freshman year, but I was out with shoulder surgery. And so I did have a friend on the team, and I didn't even get um, to play against them because I was out with surgery. Um, so you mentioned uh, having an, an, uh, an injury. Uh, anything serious? Yeah, I had a uh, shoulder surgery. Uh, as, as a freshman at the University of Washington. So I had, uh, I tore my labrum. Okay. So how long were you out with that? Nine months. Okay. So, you know, just, well, what was that whole process like? Uh, you know, you got injured, th uh, maybe thinking, hey, is this it for me? And then just trying to rehab and come back. Yeah, it was. And that was also in the middle of my transfer, which I think just made it even more tough because I went from multiple different uh, physical therapists 
also, um, and that just made the rehab process that much tougher. Uh, but yeah, it is, you know, you have to learn to trust yourself all over again. Um, you know, you have to learn to trust what you were able to do before and not have the fear of it happening again. Um, I tore my shoulder diving, um, I believe is kind of how it ended up tearing the last time. But so, you know, like trusting yourself to dive again or trusting yourself because when you start to rehab, you know, they tell you don't reach outside your body or don't extend your arm too far. And then so you can only do that for so long before, you know, you got to tell yourself not, you know, make sure that those, that muscle memory doesn't get stuck either. You mentioned when you were at Auburn, you guys went to Oklahoma City. Now, I know you said that you didn't get a chance to play or anything, but just the whole atmosphere, is that kind of what you envisioned? Yeah, it was it was everything that I thought it would be. Um, and, again, that's why I just think it was, it was tough <laughs> to be there and not be able to experience to the full extent. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, from the dinner beforehand, you know, they give out the awards, the – National Championship Trophy is sitting in the room with all the teams. Um, you know, and you see girls that you played against or you played with, and that just makes it that much more special um, because I was able to play with the Birmingham Bolts growing up. And so there was girls on the team on the Birmingham Bolts that, you know, were on other um, other teams as well that were there in Oklahoma City. So, um, yeah, just a special experience for sure. Okay, and so now, you know, what are you doing? Are you still involved with softball? Um, I'm not. So I give um, some lessons here and there. Um, I'm getting back into playing slow pitch. That's a new venture for me. I think I needed a, a good little um, time away from softball. But um trying to kind of slowly get back into it. I do enjoy giving lessons, you know, when I can. Um, getting back into slow pitch should be should be fun. Um and I'm actually a social worker. So after I graduated from Auburn, I came back home and got my master's at Arizona State in uh, social work. So I have a, and I went ahead and got my license. So I'm a licensed master social worker and I work at one of the hospitals here in the Valley. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so slow pitch, you know, what's driven you to, you know, just <laughs> be involved again? Um, I think you do after a while you miss it. Um, you know, like I said, my, my journey through softball was was not what I ever thought it would be. Um, you know, I believe that journey was exactly where God wanted me to be, um, but it was tough. And I, I do believe that I needed, you know, just that time away and kind of that space from it. But eventually you miss it um, when you've done it for so long, you know, or you kind of um, see your friends involved in it. And you're like, hey, maybe, maybe I do miss that. You know, maybe it would be fun to kind of get back into it. So, that's kind of where I'm at. And Jensen, like I said, Jensen and Joaquin were still really good friends. Um, she plays as well. So um, I decided to just kind of pick up some games with her. Okay. So is it kind of like trying to get the band back together? <laughs> yeah, we would love to. I did reach out to Shelby as well um, to see, you know, eventually Shelby would love to. Um, you know, it, we love being together. We enjoy each other. Um, and I think it would just be so much fun to to get us all back together playing again, even if it was slow pitch. <laughs> so so what is it you've missed most about the game? The people, your teammates. And and I think I said that on one of my uh, social media, um, what's it called? I don't know. I, well, however, platforms, that's where I'm looking for. Um, when I decided to step away from softball my senior year, I remember thinking that, that nobody ever tells you how much you're going to miss your teammates, that, 
they tell you how much you'll miss the game, but you you rarely ever hear how much you'll miss your teammates. And I do miss them. Um, you know, it's just a, a special time. Even though, like I said, I had the most fun playing in high school. Um, you know, college college athletics is just such a, a special time in life. You know, you wake up, you're with your teammates all day long. Sometimes you live with them. Um, you know, so you're going to workouts together. You're only away from each other during class sometimes. You might even have class together. Um, you know, you're just, you're just with each other all the time. Um, you know, they're your best friends. They go through some of the hardest times with you. Um, and then you graduate, and then you all kind of leave. And so it, it's hard in that sense. And, you know, I'm still in touch with my college teammates and, um, you know, look forward to seeing them, too, um, and reuniting in Auburn, hopefully. Uh, but, yeah, so the girls, the relationships, the friendships. Okay, and if you could give one piece of advice to uh, the young softball players out there right now, what would that be? Oh. Uh, on a personal level, trust God in all that you're doing. Um on an acad or athletic level, I would say just know that, you know, any dream is attainable and that if one day softball is not, doesn't make you happy anymore, that's okay. Um, I think sometimes it's scary to let the game go. Sometimes it's scary to admit maybe, um, you know, maybe I can't fulfill everything that I had dreamed about or that somebody expected me to fulfill and that's okay. Um, you touched upon something right there. Were there any, like, uh, was there any added pressure or outside expectations on you to just continue playing softball? Um, some people didn't understand. Um, some people, <laughs> some people asked me what I was going to do if I didn't play. Like, you know, well, then what are you going to do? And my answer was, I'm going to go to school. You know, I'm going to stay here at Auburn and I'm going to go to school. Um, but from my family, no, they, my family supported me 100%. They were in complete agreement. And if I had chosen to play, they would have been too. Um, and some of, you know, and the closest friends who knew and and the teammates who knew supported my decision 100%. So, um, there are some people I think that were not in like my close circle of friends who didn't understand it. And that's okay. But, um, you know, as far as like the people who knew me and knew why I was why I was stepping away, I had 100% support from them. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's interesting that there are some people that don't fully understand the word, uh, the phrase "student athlete." That you know, mm-hmm. there still is that student part to go with it. Right, right, absolutely, and it's important because you get done after four years, and you got to, you know, life continues, life goes on, even though softball doesn't, life does. So. All right. Well, I think uh, that will do it. I mean, hey, this is a softball episode. I could keep on talking about this topic, but unfortunately, we have time restraints. Um, So, Kimberly Myers, hey, thank you so much for taking the time and doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Roofing Specialist. With over 35 years of experience, we offer all types of roofing, including awnings for businesses and homes. We are licensed, bonded, and fully insured. Our office is located at 1505 North VIP Boulevard in Casa Grande. 
Give us a call for a free estimate at 520-836-3404. There you go. That's it. That's it. Thanks for listening to Pinal Central's Retro Rewind Podcast. Remember to go to PinalCentral.com and our Facebook page to access future podcasts. We are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite streaming services. We will catch you next time.